This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What do self-awareness, anxiety management, and healthy relationships have in common? They're all things you can learn in therapy, and the list doesn't end there. See what therapy can do for you at betterhelp.com allies. Hello. Welcome to the ZLS Podcast. I'm Daniel Bloodworth, and I'm coming to you from Los Angeles, California. This week, I'm joined by Brad Ellis. Hello. Michael Damiani. Street Fighter 6. Street Fighter 6. <laughs> 6. And in the control room, we've got Isla Hink. Street Fighter 6. And Don Casanova. Street Fighter 6. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Huber and Gabby are on the way home. Uh, but they had a great meetup in London, so uh, thank you to everybody that joined them there. Yeah, I saw some pictures. Very yeah, I saw nice. some very nice pictures from that fun time. The main reason they went, though, is top secret, uh, but that also went well. I'll say that much. Went very well. Oh. Uh, stay tuned. I, I have no idea. That might be months before we can show yeah. you what that is. <laughs> uh, but friends, uh, we are here to talk about the biggest headlines in video games this week. Uh, Street Fighter 6! Street Fighter 6! You gotta miss it. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> uh, Nintendo had an indie showcase. Some other indies were shown off. Uh, Dying Light 2 had a showcase today, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monster Hunter is doing the Pokemon Go thing. Uh, yeah. Acquisitions, layoffs. It's a packed week. But before we get started, we must answer for the mistakes we made in last week's episode. Isla, begin corrections music, please. Boop! Uh, actually, there's not really any hard corrections. All right. A uh, couple of points made on Redfall. Someone uh, said that the Xbox page actually said 60 frames per second before they put out that notice. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if there's any way to verify that, but that's interesting. Uh, and another person pointed out that it may not be as simple as just lowering resolution. It could be capped by sure. CPU or whatever other things going on mm-hmm. causing the yeah. frame rates. Yeah, I don't think it's a flip of the switch necessarily. Yeah. To get you need to, to optimize that stuff to yeah. get that that performance mode running. But we'll see. Yeah, game's coming up. Yeah, we'll see. Dead Island Two. Dead Island Two. Running pretty good. Burning, 60 yeah. frames per second. Yeah. A little choppy. I was playing with the guy in Spain, though, so I don't know how much of that had to do with it. But, you know. Anyways. uh, If you have a correction, leave it in the YouTube comments on either the public version or the patron version of this episode. Start with the word correction and leave a timestamp for the part of the video that you are correcting. End correction music. Boop. Street Fighter 6! Street Fighter 6! Street Fighter (laughs) 6! Uh, yeah, they had like 20, 30 minute yeah. showcase and then yeah, they yeah. dropped the demo. Yeah, which is cool. Uh, I missed the beginning of that. But yeah, we played. It seemed like it. it was going well. They yeah, went through yeah. a lot. So the first thing we did was the single player. Was it called World Tour or something? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the showcase started with, with that. Yeah. Yeah, they showed off, like, create a character. Um, the so amount of stuff a, you could like do. Like a new area, not just Metro City. This so, yeah, you can travel the world. You earn uh, miles. Fly, like You earn miles in-game by doing certain activities, and then you can fly to other regions and train with other teachers, Got your it. masters, and learn new styles of fighting. And that's kind of like you 
enroll in their schools, basically. Mm-hmm. So and each one, though, is sort of like a little city, like Metro City? Yeah, they showed, like, off uh, Italy, and um, like it was, like, the Roman... There's a part where you're in the Roman Coliseum, and, like, it was mm-hmm. just, like, Capcom goofiness going on there. Um, yeah, they showed off a bunch of... Not in person, but, like, they showed a list mm-hmm. of locations, okay. and it was, like... Yeah. Pretty long. I think the Chinatown might be in Metro City. Yes, though, it is. Which Chun will be there probably. Yeah. So I think you're just gonna go all over and meet every yeah, single character in the so game. Cool. Yeah. Because it's like take a Street Fighter Two man, you select the character, you go in the match, the plane goes mm, top of the screen, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, yeah, they showed the, the the amount of stuff you can do just in uh, uh, in the in the mode. Um, mm-hmm. We actually played it, so we we got to see what it is. Very story driven. Um, you have. You can go up to random NPCs and and see their level and initiate fights with everyone. Oh, okay. And you level up. Um, you earn um, stuff that you can spend on, like, uh, uh, spend on skill points. I, like, did this part. Um, was able to, like, pick, like, increase, like, your throwing damage or strength and, or in, increase, like, your special strength. There's, like, a whole, like, little flow chart of that that you could fill out as well. You can go to, like, vendors. You could buy food. Yeah, which there's, you, like, there's a saying. You can get food to buff or debuff or... Yeah, temporary. Heal. Or yeah. use in battle to, like, yeah, to heal, which yeah. is really cool. That's crazy. The gear is not just for style. It actually improves your, your stats and oh, attributes. Oh, everything that you wear? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So they have all that playing into... the. Uh, into yeah, that. the wearable gear. Mm-hmm. They didn't say clothes. <laughs> wearable gear. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's just you have your own character going through this stuff. The things we didn't get to try out, uh, they definitely showed uh, using special abilities in the world to clear oh, obstacles right. and like pl- do platforming, like to go across rooftops, stuff like that we didn't get to try out. Um, we did try out one of the... Uh, Kind of like the, the the henchman battles where random mm-hmm. people on the streets will just be like the Mad Gear crew yeah. will just assault you uh, sometimes <laughs> and you just get a fight back. And it was you and your anime rival. You have an anime rival in this game, which is pretty cool. Named Bosch. Yeah, Bosch. Bosch. Yeah. And they, uh, <laughs> pretty cool. Yep. That's a good name. And they uh, they team up with you and you fight them. And then you fight Luke at one point and you get your butt kicked. <laughs> He's so Decimated, much better than you. Yeah. <laughs> Did you actually train with anyone or was Luke the first one? Luke's the first one. That's the introduction. Um, starts off by looking at your photograph <laughs> and Isla's masterpiece of a creation. Uh, we'll say. Yeah, shout out to the character creator in this yeah. game, dude. So you can good. get wild and I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Capcom. Check out my easy update this week. And I just shot it a second ago. I maxed out every uh, bar. I just maxed out everything. So. Maxed out every bar. Yeah. Even colors and There's sliders and luminosity. So, and yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you caught a glimpse of. Yeah. The one that you had on the yeah. stream was just like a tower for a neck. He yeah, was like a hot yeah. dog. Mm-hmm. Um, with this like normal size head, though. <laughs> uh, a tiny head, yeah. Tiny, tiny, tiny head. head. Okay. It's possible. Big feet. And big, big thighs. Feet. Yeah. Tiny hands. Yeah, max right. thighs, max feet. Uh, max neck, small minimum shins, hands, though. Yeah. minimum shins, <laughs> minimum forearms. Uh, yeah, fighting perfection. Max buttocks. And yeah. those creations. So the other things they showed off is that your character creations can go against each other online in a just in, in basically an avatar battle. Yeah, it's not ranked or anything, but you just like show off your creations and fight against yeah. each including other, including all the moves. Because that's the yeah. thing mm-hmm. is they say you you learn. Special yeah, moves from all yeah. 18 of the launch characters. Yeah, it gets pretty comprehensive. Not in uh, the story uh, world tour, 
the as you get more teachers, you get more moves. You really get to be able to like pick a lot of different like, and then you get style. So you have your independent leveling, and then you have style levels as well that you're gonna if you're, depending on which like teacher you're enrolled in, and you can go with that. Um, but also for the basics of the game. They really went out of their way to show how this game is trying. They're trying to appeal to everyone with this yeah. game. So obviously they got this big, beefy single-player mode with World Tour to get like people on board with that. We don't have to play against anyone whatsoever. You just play, you know, solo. Uh, then they have every single character. Um, they have training mode. Uh, their their version of their training mode, which is takes you through like the basics. Yeah, and they. It's very comprehensive. It starts with like you know terminology and it's like you having to demonstrate you understand stuff before it gets into the the stuff we've seen in the past where it's like here's a long combo string, try and do this. So they they not only that, but they have th- things where you can like slow down the speed so you can like practice at a slower pace so like you have a longer window to do that input. And as you get familiar with it, you can like up that speed until you get to like full speed. Um, what were some of the other things they had in there? They had a uh, yeah they had the uh, the arcade games that are in there. Oh yeah, we yeah. saw them play Street Fighter um, too. Clubs where like you can create like your own uniforms and yeah, logos and that stuff. Was sick, dude. We're gonna do that for sure. <laughs> yeah, make the Easy Allies Club. Yeah. You're gonna join in. That was pretty cool. Um, uh, battle damage, which seems to be only for like offline modes. Where like your characters get dirty and scratched oh, and yeah, oh, yeah, like looking like yeah. beat up. Yeah, we yeah. noticed that when we did uh, yeah, we, we did some it. offline did some, matches. Yeah, it was, cool. yeah, it was in it the was versus cool. mode and the extreme battle mode, mm-hmm. which was hilarious with and the that, bulls. Oh yeah, the crazy stuff they can do with those like, extreme mm-hmm. fights. Yeah, we, me and Dominic did one of those like goofy fights where it was like we, yeah. to win we had to get knocked down like five times, mm. and we also had like a bull running through and hitting us. <laughs> it was just like really goofy fun that I really appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I want the very intense side of Street Fighter 2, you know, like really focused, just pure fighting thing. But modes like that are also very welcome yeah. in my book. Yeah. Well, then they also showed like quick clips of like smashing the car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Basketballs yeah. getting thrown yeah. at you, which I think you got like yeah. block or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with that one. Cammy's reaction to the truck was very funny. She was just yeah. like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh, different control schemes they yeah. went yeah. over. They got yeah. the yeah, classic. a new one, though. Mod- so yeah, it's dynamic, where it's like you have like an AI assisting you. Yeah. It's, it, it's essentially only going to be for offline. And yeah, it's just for people who want to, you know, whatever reason, they just want to play that way. They want to see their character do cool stuff and do it kind of competently without having maybe that mastery of the, the the mechanical skill or, you know, having trouble with inputs. So they have that, which is, you know, really nice to have for people because it's good to give people more options where they can have a better starting point and then maybe start Go taking off those training yeah. wheels eventually when you get a little bit more comfortable with that. Yep. And then, as I said, they have the classic and modern. And they did announce, I don't know if it was announced before, so if they did, I apologize, but they restated then in this showcase that for Capcom Cup, both oh, modern right. and classic control schemes will be allowed. Mm. Uh, so that g- does provide for two different control options for people. Yeah. And uh, the classic is the six button input, whereas modern has some shortcuts right. where you hold down stuff. And I believe, Isla, you were yeah, using was, modern? I was using modern for most of it. Uh, so it's four face buttons, triangle, the way, the way I, you know, default, triangle is super. So if you do a direction and triangle, it'll do a different move. And I think there are other ways to do that too, probably with pairings or something. And then R1 was drive impact and L1 was drive parry or vice versa. 
um, which is a pretty cool function. I think R1 was parry, yeah. Um, it's just simpler. I don't know. You don't have to do, like, quarter circle back and whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you get to do the same moves. Yeah. And, you know, they showed that off, like, a year ago. So mm-hmm. they've had a lot of time to mm-hmm. put that out there in, in, in the public eye and, and get feedback and everything. So it sounds like, you know, they have full confidence that they can put those kinds of players up yeah. head-to-head. Yeah, head. definitely. They did go over some of the how the ranked mode is going to work. I didn't catch enough of the skill. It, there was a lot of little details that were hard to pick. The one, the one that I did um, write down was that basically, like, you get like a one, essentially a mulligan, like one chance of like to not they're de-rank. not going to demote you. Yeah, yeah. which it, which is nice because you know anyone who plays anything with ladders like that demotion game is you it know hurts. it hurts yeah. because to get back up. You yeah, know, could take a lot longer. They also to get talk, back up. Yeah, I, saw, I like. I was. It would be very interesting to see people who are more part of the competitive scene talk about where it pretty much looks like standard fare, other than that mulligan, mm-hmm. or if they're actually doing anything different. Like I, they said like they had like win streak stuff, which is pretty typical, um, mm-hmm. and then like thresholds, and it's just like yeah, curious. And separate ranks for every character. Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing. They have a, a truly random ranked mode where you can just oh, pick yeah, random so and you get cool. randomly assigned a character. So you random don't, only. Yeah, That's that, really that sick. seems kind of fun like for, for yeah. people yeah. to say like who think they're like you test know, your knowledge. Yeah, and stuff, your skill. That, yeah, that's pretty cool. That is cool. The fact that it's its own tree in the rank is really neat. Yeah. Um, the they showed some excessive lady stuff that was interesting with mm. the sounds. Oh like right. Basically yeah. Almost like a sonar kind of thing, to where like the closer you get to somebody, the like quicker the pings are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, there are also like different sound uh, like pitches for like high, medium, low attacks, and yeah. like a lot of other like more complicated things too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Talked about like yeah, like overhead and standing versus crouch. Mm-hmm. They talked about like uh, even like sounds. I like you know how many how much of your meter is left, mm-hmm. uh, like how much you use, how much is like left, or when you've accrued something so that it's a little bit stands out a little bit better, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I could see you know picking like a couple of those things even just, yeah. just to like make you aware of it if it, if you can't keep track of everything. I would yeah, I would actually say it's like, you know, it has it's more it has more use I think than people probably, sure. you know, are initially thinking. Yeah. You know, if you if you're not used to that, that'll help you maybe get used to the the, the speed of the game and uh, processing that amount of information being thrown at you. Um I feel like yeah, it was a good a good amount of stuff that they they showed off, like mm-hmm. to show that they're trying to they've learned from you know the mistakes of the past and also just what they've just done in the past, whether you know necessarily wasn't a mistake, just good stuff they done in the past and like how can we improve upon it, right? Um, and that world tour was like yeah, their answer to like Street Fighter Five's launch, not having enough co- enough content, being kind of surpassed by like many other games, <laughs> fighting games in the time since. Um, showing that now we, we still want to be an industry leader with this. And, yeah, accessibility, everything you just, we talked about, plus just making it so welcoming to newcomers to, 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 to jump in and, you know, find a place in there. You know, you don't have to, to not have to play a fighting game in today's age where you need to actually fight against other people. Like, you can just fight against the computer, have this, like, enjoyable story mode where you feel like you're being rewarded. And they talked about, like, the updates. They did announce. Yeah. They ended they up with the announcement. They did the character pass, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's four new fighters. For year one. For year one. Uh, basically one every season, mm-hmm. every quarter. Uh, there's Rashid. Who's first, yeah. Aki. Uh, Ed. And Akuma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's coming basically next year. Yeah. Yeah. 
and they said in the battle hub they would be doing seasonal stuff as well. Like there'd be like theme things and yeah. and, and things like Should that. Be fun. So yeah, they 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 like have a good roadmap for it. It seems yeah. as well. Dang, Sumo Moeni in chat says that the character guide even breaks down the situations that you want to use specific special moves in. Nice. Very comprehensive. Yeah, that's really cool. That's yeah, everything in there that can help break down for people who want that knowledge in a that's all in one place and seeing it in real time action mm-hmm. like just seeing it and then able to be like do it and then slowing it down so like you can really understand and see it cuz sometimes things move too fast in a fighting game you're like wait what just happened there like i sort of get it but like i don't fully understand it that i feel confident that i could repeat that back to you and that's very you know a very good tool to have yeah uh also just the game itself like, I uh, mean, Diamond Sparta a few rounds, and it felt really good. Really good. I had been out of fighting games for a pretty long time. I, like, skipped all of five, and I dabbled a little in four. Right. But I haven't been back to fighting games in a long time. But when I was playing, I was like, dude, this is really fun. I was having a really good time, and the hits felt good. Everything felt good about it. I was like, can't wait to play more of this game now. So it gave me even more confidence in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing for me, because, like, I used to play all that stuff, yeah. you know, growing up, but then it's like... You get away from that friend group that's mm-hmm. playing, and then it's like exactly then that's like, what happened. Yeah, yeah. It's like you try to play other people, and I'm like, well, I suck. I guess. <laughs> I guess I just learned that I suck. Yeah, <laughs> because nobody else I come across <laughs> can I do anything against. Um, but uh, but yeah, I played a fair amount of four when that came out, but I really didn't jump into five. Yeah, I barely played any of the five. Yeah. So, but I'm excited for this so yeah. far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and the demo was a really nice. Yeah, pretty early demo too. Seems yeah, really. it goes yeah, till the release. They said month so. and a half. Yeah, wow, oh, that's yeah. nice. And that's your cool. character creator carries over. <laughs> yep. Yeah, not, not your progress. Not anything else, but the character you make no. carries over. But I think you can only make the one visually, right? Yeah, just visually. the visuals. Yeah, not your progress. Although, yeah. That screen was amazing. The stat screen. Yeah, you get a all recipe. Your, it shows all your attributes. So you want the number values of everything you did for your customization, mm. and prints a card, mm-hmm. and okay. you just like share that card if you yeah, guess you want it. You know, people are gonna make crazy characters. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, you want to make this? Make them. We were wondering if they were gonna make it easily shareable, like you yeah. could just put it in. Because be in the demo, it's just you see the numbers, oh. and you'd have to go through and like do it manually. Yeah. Just, like I overwrote. Like, pop up a QR code or something. Yeah, I had yeah. to overwrite Default Day Bowie to make my. Easy updates, sadly, mm. but I made sure to include the recipe in the video so that we could recreate her. <laughs> could have yeah. popped onto another account, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's I it's a good sampler demo. It just it has chapter one of the world tour. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is you know pretty quick, and then you pretty much can only play offline with two with, characters. Yeah, with Luke and Ryu, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Actually, we didn't go through like the character stuff. There was like some character training, but I imagine it's still only Luke. Yeah, and, and, I assume and, and it is. Ryu. Yeah. But yeah, everything else, and then like one of the, those those crazy fights. Yeah, as Brad said, we only had uh, knockdowns and bull mm-hmm. uh, op, uh, obstacle course hazard. But yeah. the other ones were just like not not available yet. So they're really they're doing a good job. Of like, man, I really want to try this other stuff, but I yeah, I get the full game when it comes out. You know, Chad informs that Aki is Japanese for autumn and. Aki, the character, releases in autumn. Interesting. That's cute. But it was also interesting because, like, her name was like... initials, yeah. Yeah, AKI. AKI. Who's to say? Hmm. Very cool. Uh, I'm bundling up a few bits of news to talk about the state of Halo right now. Oh, boy. Uh, Yeah, this has been a weird few weeks. 
uh, especially with you know staffing and everything yeah. going on with Microsoft. So this week we learned that uh, Halo franchise director Frank O'Connor, uh, who's worked on uh, Master Chief's games for two decades, Ooh. has left the company. Uh, coming right after uh, Joseph Staten left, which we found out this week he's working at Netflix now. Yeah. A AAA multi-platform game, original IP for Netflix. Interesting. So Netflix really is yeah. pumping up that that uh, that game side of things there. Uh, and then there were earlier, you know, a bunch of layoffs and stuff that we had heard hit yeah. three, four, three when Microsoft did their layoffs yeah. across the board. Uh, meanwhile, Sony... Uh, today announced that uh, they acquired Firewalk Studios. Who yeah. It's, I think we've yet to see a game from. I, yeah, I looked at their website. I didn't see anything. Yeah, so they were formed in 2018 uh, from a bunch of Destiny vets. So we got a couple of people on the Bungie side, somebody from the Activision side. I don't mm-hmm. know what the rest of the studio makeup is, but it's interesting that, like, yeah, they're in, you know, in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sony has got Bungie and former Bungie devs I know. working on live service multiplayer games. And apparently, you know, this has been in the works for years, years now. Yeah. And so they're impressed enough to like, hey, we need these guys yeah, on board. Yeah, interesting time to announce this during yeah. the whole Activision thing going on. Right. And Microsoft, I wonder if they're just like, whatever, dude. It's over. <laughs> just, just let it let Well, they kept saying, out. hey. You know, you guys have the resources to make your own Call of Duty. Yeah. And like, well, they're, yeah, they, they do. They do. <laughs> yeah. It just depends if it'll be successful as Call of Duty. Because, I mean, you need like four teams being Call of Duty teams only right, to do right. that. So that is a lot. But Blood, when I, this team, it, it reminds me of Respawn, how that was a bunch of like Infinity Ward guys that went off and made Titanfall, obviously. So right. I'm hoping this team will have some uh, the same kind of effect. You know, ho- hopefully they'll have a really sick new shooter IP that everyone just loves because we need them. Yeah. From Sony especially. They yeah, don't have like well, any especially besides Destiny. It's been in the work for so long. Yeah. Did, like, could this sort of like come out of nowhere like Apex did, you know? It's a great question, but yeah, if it is a battle royale or not or Sony's whatever. Just like, whatever they're focused on. We're going to have a press conference in August. Here's the game. Start playing it. Yeah, that's probably a good way to do that too. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, it's hard to get excited because we've seen nothing. Right. We, not, we barely know anything about it, but I think the idea of it is very cool. But Halo, though. Halo, though. Where are we at? Because it's like, it was supposed to be a flagship launch game. Yeah. Didn't make it for over a year. Yeah. There's like Launched without a bunch of the features that people really expected yes. out of Halo. And no, then it's been like... Some things got axed, other yeah. things came way late. Forge is out now, and it's in beta. Yeah, it's like I had problems with the campaign, but I think it's fun yeah. and a good start. I was really hoping they were going to do more to it, but that seems to be completely gone now. The yeah, they did the, the update that lets you replay campaign missions and play co-op yeah. online. Which is cool, yeah, but I was hoping they would add more or something like that, especially how that game ended and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it sounds it sounds yeah. like campaign DLC is just De- off gone. The table. Yeah, and it's yeah. like... Um, Infinite, the multiplayer I've heard has gotten better, you know, because they got like Forge going, all that stuff. But it's just like, mm, it's probably just too late now at this point. I don't really know what they can do to save this game. A lot of people are just checked out now. They're just over it. So I don't know what you can do besides appealing to some very hardcore fans, which is totally fine. But I don't think that's what they want from Halo. Right. And they can't help but be disappointed probably in the performance of this game. You know, they're talking about 10 years Supporting this game and stuff like that. Yeah, we call deal. something infinite. Exactly. Where are you going to go from there now? expectations on there, yeah. Yeah, it's just, 
it's disappointing, you know, and it's concerning, you know, 343, like, getting torn apart kind of right now. It's like, what's going to even happen to Halo in the future now? Right. Is it going to go a different team or something? Someone right. else can take well, over that's it? The, that's the thing, yeah. you know, like, they're acquiring Activision. Yeah. It's probably going to give it to Call of Duty dev? Because it's you, not yeah. a bad idea, maybe. You're going to have, like, six or seven different devs, <laughs> like, yeah. pick from, to, if not take charge, to yeah. at least get in there with and work with With tons of experience? Yeah. yeah. I think that's not a bad idea, but I... 343, uh, if th- this could be the end of them as a studio, maybe. For Halo, at least, this feels like the last Halo game for them. You know, they've messed up several of them, so hmm. I don't know what else they can really do, especially with this one that took a long time, very expensive game, so I don't know. If I was them, I'd be like, yo, we're getting this to Call of Duty devs now or something <laughs> like that. That's what I would say. But, uh, yeah, I hope hope things turn around for Halo. Halo, legendary franchise, you know, so... Can't help but root for it, but it's looking pretty bad right now. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it's about time for a changing of the guard with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such a big franchise. I mean, the only other thing I could think of was maybe they kind of go the multiverses route where they like, you know take the game offline for a bit and say, like, hey, we're, we have a major overhaul in the works. It's going to take time. But considering how long it took yeah. to get to where they are and how many things have already been scrapped, I think it, the writing's on the wall that yeah. they're winding down. Like That's they're fulfilling like. some ba- like other obligations that they they feel like they need to fulfill, and then they're probably gonna just you know move on from this project. I would feel like. That's what it feels. And like. I think yeah, I think they're just keeping it on life support until I think you're more uh, on the right track with some one of the studios from Activision Blizzard, maybe giving them a crack or just a different studio. Right. I, I think mm-hmm. in the you mm-hmm. know the the, the 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 with the higher ups, they're definitely having those discussions about what do we do next with Halo yeah. and. Either, yeah, you got to come out with like a big bang announcement where like one of the big Call of Duty studios, like, guess mm-hmm. what? They're going to be doing a brand new Halo game. Um, and, you know, instead of a Call of Duty game, so check this out. Or maybe letting it sit for a little while while a studio gets like the proper, t- a new studio gets a proper time to, you know, really develop the type of game that mm-hmm. you know, needs to be made now. And yeah, it's just obviously it's not the last you're going to hear of Halo, but I think. We were seeing the final chapter of Halo Infinite coming to a close. I don't think this is going to go on for too much longer. Like, I think they're going to just move on from it. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. And it's just a really bad time, Blood, for all this to happen for Microsoft. You know, mm-hmm. they have a lot of... A lot of things haven't been going well for them in, recently. So just when you're adding another thing to the list, when people are waiting for games to come out, it's like... If this game closes and they're like, oh, we're going to have this new team make Halo, it's like, how many years is that going to take to come out? It's just like, right. man, they just can't get a yeah. win right now. Yeah, I don't know if it's quite that dire as that they would be looking to Sunset Infinite or anything like that. But, I, you know, like, I, I think that, you know, those winter updates and stuff, like, legitimately move the needle to put it into a better place, but I don't feel like a lot of people are talking That's about it. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like it's probably too late for people to go back to it a lot. Yeah. Of yeah. They're like, so I'm, I'm, I'm very curious if anyone's out there that's like either, I'm sure it's a lot you know, better. been in there the whole time yeah. and has feedback on how for that's sure. changed or that's like came back and bounced off of it or if you're just like, yeah, there's just too much to play. I'm not I worried about Halo. I just don't think it's going to ever hit the numbers they would want yeah. to ever. I think that's it's, ships passed. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean by like final right. chapter, like, you know, you were saying like pulling the plug. It's like, I think this is the course it stays on until they're ready for the next 
Halo. Like they will not do anything more with this game than like what is already been announced and then you know sustaining the game as is with like balance updates and stuff like that. I don't think you're going to see a major overhaul. You said like it's ver- most certainly that like no story DLC is on the table whatsoever. They're just saving all that for the next Halo entry. And yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like they're not going to like pull the plug and shut down Halo Infinite without some kind of like really rock solid right, plan. Yeah. Pop- so like they'll let it let it run its course. But I think it's just I'm with Brad. It's just not going to reach the levels that they hoped it reached, or even get back to where it was near launch. I think you know right. that window is sadly passed and closed. Yeah, and like and the thing is is. To me, I felt like they nailed. Yeah, the, the core is the good core gameplay. Yeah, yeah, the core there is good. But I yeah. feel like some people don't really care for a lot of the maps. No. Uh, and then just like, you know, the battle pass wasn't appealing to people, and it's hard for me no. be- to judge a battle pass because I don't care about any battle yeah. pass. So it's like, oh, this one's worse. It's like I thought it was all useless, but there I thought the other games no, useless battle pass too. There was no big team slayer uh, list at the at the mm. beginning. I remember. I was like, oh, dude. Right. <laughs> That's what I want to do, man. They're just like, nah. It's like, okay, cool. I guess I'll just do 4v4 now because it it made me. Grab the batteries or whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully we'll get some again. Halo news. But like blood, the Halo news has been bad since 4. Right. Like yeah, four, I think, that's the thing that you, five, what you're saying. It's like this. Yeah, 3-4-3 three, three era has not been. Yeah. Like, they haven't been. Bad, but they just haven't. They haven't been, been as good. Been they, also have, they, haven't yeah. been, they haven't been the Halo that people expected and, yeah. and were and loved. What yeah. were all the uh, all initial bungee. issues with the uh, Master Chief Collection? Oh, oh yeah. Gosh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Brutal. Years of brutal fixing time. that thing. Yeah, absolutely brutal. Uh, earlier this week, uh, Nintendo had an Indie World showcase. Yeah. Came out of nowhere, they, as they tend to do. Yes. <laughs> it's like they the announced it the day before. Yeah. Um, uh, Damiani watched the whole thing. I haven't seen the whole thing, uh, so I just kind of pulled some highlights that stood out to me and stood out to some of the rest of us. And then, um, there are a couple of things that were also kind of fit in that space. They weren't in the Nintendo showcase, but, like, I'm going to throw them in here anyways, because okay. they go to them. Uh, but just, yeah, just want to check out some of these games and highlight them. First off, Brad Blasphemous 2. Yes! <laughs> you like this crazy, freaky game. Oh, I love Blasphemous. It's so good, Bloodworth. <laughs> oh, yeah, and they're getting the sequels. So I beat this game like a year ago also. Oh, yeah, because you didn't play it right away. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like not even that long for me. And this is like a direct sequel to the second ga- or the first game because I'm like, well, I'm like, why? why is this happening kind of thing <laughs> like that because of how the first game ended. And this just looks awesome, Blood. More brutality. Uh, new weapons, though, this time around. You, nice. Instead of just the one sword, we see him, like, dual-wielding, the, the penitent one dual-wielding, like, blades. And he has, like, a big uh, chain thing he was swinging around just in more, like, um, navigation kind of things. He's, like, platform, like, zooming between things. And we see all these disgusting figures littered throughout the game. Yeah. It's like, hell, these, yes. Just these huge characters yeah. and bosses yeah, and Yeah, they look yeah. so good. I cannot wait to play this Blood Yeah, War. they do say he awakens in an unfamiliar land mm-hmm. uh, to stop the prophetic birth of a new miracle child from yes. coming to pass. Yes. <laughs> like, the story in this game is wild. It's insane. Yeah, it's really um, insane. And then, uh, oh, yeah, so you can actually uh, customize uh, the base skill set. Oh, so I don't know quite what that means. Okay, 
But Maybe just more of your it moves. It sounds like you like, can change like what moves mm-hmm. that you have available at different times. Yeah, probably like weapon attacks and stuff like that. Yeah. But like, heck yeah. yeah. I'm all in for that. Uh, Can't wait, dude. Yeah. Brutal. Brutal game. Uh, Oxenfree 2, Lost Signals. Uh, this has always been an interesting... Like I, I haven't played the first one, so mm-hmm. I've always just seen it from afar. But it's always been an interesting take on kind of like the, like a narrative horror, like freaky game, but it's just like way zoomed out, you know? And it's like, can you make this connection to these characters and everything while looking at like just like a wide, uh, expansive landscapes and mm-hmm. all of that? Uh, but uh, they've got a release date on this now. It's coming July 12th. Um, and uh, it's five years, set five years after the first game. Oh. And uh, yeah, you're basically like, following these radio signals to supernatural events and all kinds of crazy dramatic freaky stuff goes on and uh and it, the the trailer uh if you if you watch the trailer uh there's like a lot of voice acting and stuff mm-hmm. yeah. as well to yeah. connect Production, to the characters yeah. that way that's cool yeah very very story driven mm-hmm. also the uh, remind everyone like you know it's Netflix's thing now yeah they yeah. bought night school yep yeah. not on Xbox this game. Right. Out I saw of people everything. talking about that. It's on everything else, though. I don't know what that's about. I don't know what that's about. I don't know what to make of it, because, yeah, it's even on PS4 yeah. <laughs> and Switch. Um, I just got excited in a Nintendo thing. They said Netflix. So I was like, oh, 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 never mind. <laughs> Stranger Things or something? Like, well, no, I thought like Netflix might come to Switch finally. Oh, <laughs> Six it's years not later. Switch? Yeah, no, 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 There's never been Netflix on Switch. Oh, my God, that's funny. <laughs> I was like, that would be the most amazing thing. Six years later, Netflix years. on Switch. Yeah, right in the December of its life. <laughs> Remember when like ScrewAttack was like best games on Switch and they picked Netflix as one of the top ten or something. Oh, that was like on Wii, right? Or Wii, sorry. I think it was yeah, Wii, yeah. yeah. I, I thought Wii and I said Switch. I don't know why. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, a little to the left is getting a DLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a cool game. Um, I, I, I played through it over the holidays, I think. Oh. Um, or, or at least I, maybe I went back to the over the holidays. Um, but yeah, so they, they were like, we got a lot of feedback that like the cupboards and drawers style levels were like some of people's favorites so they made more some more of that yeah i was gonna say like i the way i went oh because i forgot the game for a second watching this i felt like this looked way more complicated than anything i saw in the original trailers for the the game no i I don't think anything okay uh, some of the like the the first few scenes they showed i was like there's so much going on here the original one was just like these like simple things it's organized some of them are are simpler but some of them do have like a lot like that to where you don't really yeah, there's one where like there's like a, a wooden box they open. And there's all these like like brooches or like buttons and, and stuff, and rings. it's like wait, what? What? <laughs> that looks a lot, like a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, the it's called covers and drawers. The expansion. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I do like that. But yeah, if you're not familiar with it, it's all organizational puzzles, um, and so you just you you get a, a situation with a bunch of stuff, and you got to figure out how it fits together. Uh, and one of the cool things with it too, Damiani, is that there's multiple solutions. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Mm. So it's like you go through the game once or whatever, um, but then you can go back to any level and be like, okay, there was like three ways to solve this and like try to figure out what other. And it tracks when you solve it each different way, right? Yeah, so yeah. you can see like when you fully completed a puzzle. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, and then, like I said, they've had some cool seasonal content and stuff for like Christmas and Easter, Easter and all of that. And they also have like what they call a daily tidy, which is sort of uh, daily chores. 
it's yeah, it's just like one puzzle a day. Cool. Um, then they're based off of ones in the main game, but they're little little that's fun tweaks and stuff to them. Yeah, the game seems delightful. Yeah. Um, Tesla Grad Two. Uh, Shadow dropped here along uh, with uh, Tesla Grad Remastered, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I'm not that familiar with these, but this game Same. looks pretty cool. Yeah, it does look cool. Yep. Uh, this girl gets like knocked out of her airship, and then she's you know trying to find her way back home, but you've got all of these like electrical and magnetic powers, and so you see her throughout the trailer like doing like these electric slides mm-hmm. across um, like yeah. power poles and things like that. Um, there are places where you can, um, like, magnetize to, like, the side of a wall or whatever and, and go across that way or use magnets to, like, kind of float through the air, kind of a, a little Mario mm-hmm. Galaxy style there. Yeah. That only seems, like, very action platformer oriented. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not, it's not, re- not really necessarily combat heavy, but more about, like, traversal heavy. Yeah. And, there, I mean, there's definitely combat in there. They showed, like, some really cool boss-looking enemies. Um, yeah, I'll say, like, the art style in this game looks fantastic. Yeah, and it's then, all hand-drawn art. And then some of the music they played during the trailer. It's, like, all... It's a Norse... Uh, Norse developer, right? Uh, I don't know about the developer themselves, but, but very it's very Norse on, themed yeah. here. For, and they were saying, sure. like, the, the, like, the instruments they're using, they going through that, and it was, like... Looked very good, but like it was funny because as I was watching it, all of our Easy Allies chat was saying, "Oh, this game is really hard, though." And I was like, "Oh, oh the first one, yeah, <laughs> interesting, cool." Yeah, I wonder if they've tweaked it at all for yeah. the, the second game. Sick. Um, Animal Well is uh, finally coming out mm-hmm. uh, in early 2024. This uh, guy's been working on this game for a while. Uh, and then the big thing, the big headlines, <laughs> is that uh, Donkey's uh, publishing company picked mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so a lot of people were, uh, you know, got tuned into it then. Yeah, put it on the map for sure for a lot of yeah. people. Uh, I played a little bit of this mm-hmm. uh, at last Summer Game Fest. Um, but it was like it was like one of those things where like I was in like this round robin bit where it's like I might have seven minutes with a game or whatever. Uh-huh. And it's like, this game is way too big for me to like fully wrap my head around but there are a lot of cool like ways of using the environment and secrets and it's 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 definitely got that sort of like metroidvania the world is mm. way bigger uh than you are kind, uh, of, kind rain, of feel to it rain games the tesla grad developers are from norway nice nice thank you um but yeah, but one of the things that I thought was really cool with Animal Well is just the uh, amount of work and attention to uh, mm-hmm. the pixel art. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like a lot of effects and lighting and stuff that affects individual pixels. And I, and, and I, I'm, I might have said this more clearly back when we actually did the first impressions from Summer Game Fest last year. But it was like, it felt like what they're going for is like, you know, like treating pixel art like a mo- like a modern medium you know like not just emulating stuff people did in the past but it's like what can we do now with, with it, pixel yeah. art now um with the modern sure yeah modern that's cool and stuff i respect so, that a lot of cool like animation stuff and big crazy creatures in this trailer and mm-hmm. yeah um and the smoke the smoke looks really good uh Last one I pulled from the Nintendo showcase. I have one more that I think was shown we didn't talk about. Oh, okay. After, we can do it after, though. Sure. Uh, Little Kitty, Big City. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they're coming for you, Stray. Yeah. They're coming. Cat Wars. Yeah, this is a good trailer. 
I really, oh, yeah. I really like this trailer. Yeah, how to hit you, Damiani. It feels like... Oh, I made a rule at the beginning because there was another cat game they started off. I was like, the right. year of Cat Pander is over. That was last year. Oh. Like, the Cat Pander will not be as potent this in Got 2023. It. I had to make that clear. Um, yeah, they... Uh, it it, it it definitely feels like a little bit of a um, annoying goose game. Was it annoying? Oh, um, yeah, untitled goose. Goose. Titled goose. Yeah, annoying goose. It was annoying goose though. It annoyed <laughs> yeah. a lot of people. A little bit of that, like you know, the, that vibes with a little bit yeah, of you I know, think, yeah, totally. Just being a cat. Yeah, just going around causing like mayhem. Um, yeah, there seems to be uh, you know you could speak with like animals. Uh, and yeah, it looks like you find quests. Yeah, like that's what I'm trying to get. There, like, yeah. it seems like there's like it's like quest driven. So mm-hmm. it's not so aimless. You're just going around messing with stuff because those kind of get like old after a while. But yeah, I mean, it's nice to have like more of an open environment to try and explore because as Stray had compared to that, like did have nice environments, but they aren't always very open for you to explore. There's like one or two kind of big hub areas, and the rest are pretty linear. So it's like. Nice to have just hey, a cat in a city go around and mm-hmm. you know see what you can do and have fun. Yeah, yeah. And I think like you know Stray was really going for sort of like a blend of like there's some stylized things in there with the robots, but it it did try to make things look very realistic at times and too mm-hmm. with the shading. Um, whereas this is much more animated, mm-hmm. and I think in some ways it kind of works a little bit better for for some of the cat animations, like when it was showing like looking at its tail and all of that. Um, like yeah, it just feels a little bit more fluid. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, uh, forget this one had a custom uh, create your cat. Thing. Oh, does it? I don't know. There was oh, okay. something in the showcase that had it. <laughs> Finally, I was like, one game lets you actually create the cat. I was like, there you go, you're in the lead. <laughs> it might have been the other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which one? Were, what were you? So there was about? like that Jet Set Radio inspired yeah, one. Yeah, the that sizzle. Was, yeah, was that in the sizzle? It was in the sizzle. I saw a trailer for it. Uh, it's, I, forget I forgot what it's called, what it's but called. I was like, dude. Is it coming out finally? Yeah, it's only it's only in the, it was in the end sizzle reel. Yeah, bomb, bomb rush, bomb rush, rush cyberpunk. Yeah. There's fifty. Yeah. Yeah, that's one I didn't see. Yeah, dude, it's it's Jet Set Radio. Yeah. It really like, oh, does yeah, look like it. Yeah. yeah, they showed it in action. It's like look cool. It looks great, dude. I really like. I only played the first oh, one. Oh yeah, I really that liked, really yeah, looks like it. it. Yeah. I like what Jet Set Radio a lot. So <laughs> this game's finally coming out, dude. I'm pretty hyped to play through it, and it looks like a Dreamcast game. Yeah. Yeah, it does it a lot of places, just like the, the complexity of the polygon models and the textures yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I'm so down to play this, but <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. I hope it's good. Heck, yeah. Uh, some things that were not at Nintendo, but also this week. Uh, Firmament Isla coming out May Woo! 18th. Yes, uh, true. <laughs> I'm copying over URLs for, Sorry. for Don yeah, right now. Yeah, this is from uh, the Colin makers Audible's of... Uh, over here. Of mist, yeah, cyan worlds. Okay, now I can talk about it. But let me hit play. Let me write down the time code at which I hit play for Don. Oh, for Don. Okay, yeah, uh, I'm very excited about this game. I don't remember if I backed it on whatever because <laughs> they announced this like a hundred years Fig ago. Or Kickstarter. Or something. Yeah, but uh, I'm really excited. You can play it standard or VR. Oh, uh, it looks gorge. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just a big fan of Cyan Worlds. It definitely um, has the architecture of Myst. Yeah. And uh, oh, Abduction with an O was their mm-hmm. other one, which was pretty cool. Like, it's just gorgeous looking, and I'm really excited. And I'm very excited that it's coming out in a month. Uh, 
to get decimated by Zelda. Uh, Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a few days after. Hey, don't worry. They're going to announce their collaboration with Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. We created the puzzles in there. <laughs> oh, that would be kind of cute. But yeah, I mean, it's right up my alley, so we'll see. Absolutely. Do you know anything about that weird energy gun? Uh, no, I've been trying to remain a little in the dark on it. Yeah. Um, to it's, me, it just looks like the way you interact with stuff in a VR cross not VR game. So who knows? Sure. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and then uh, today, uh, Devolver announced Karma Zoo. Yeah, yeah, this game looks fun. Yeah, so this is a crazy, like, very simple uh Pixel art, like to to give you an idea, the the characters are essentially like one color, mm -hmm. almost Atari style, but they're more detailed than an Atari game. Um, but uh, you play co-op uh, with ten random people mm -hmm. through these levels that are sort of generated based on your characters because there's all of these different animals and stuff that you unlock. But they say animals, but like some of these are like a tree and an yeah. anchor <laughs> yeah. and like a lamp. Yeah. And each one of them has different abilities. And so like the level it generates is based on your abilities. And you all have to work together. And as you work together, you get karma. So that keeps people from like going off and doing stupid things. Um, but it's really interesting and cute and crazy. And they showed like... It's sometimes you, you have to like sacrifice yourself, jump on the spikes, and make a cute little tombstone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the idea of just playing with strangers online in a game like this. Yeah. Well, and because they say too that like there's 50 different characters. Yeah. And so there's just so many possibilities for uh, abilities and that kind of thing. Yeah. And it almost sounds like you might have potentially like different abilities that you equip. So even if you see a character, it might not have mm. the same ability that you saw last time. Okay. So yeah. I don't know all the details, yeah. but it looks pretty cool. There's also a uh, local uh, competitive minigame mode mm -hmm. called Totem. Yes. So you can play eight people. Super uh, fun. Just racing through mazes or trying to climb to the top of a tower or whatever. They sort of stuff really fast, so it's kind of hard to tell. But looks like there's a good eight or ten minigames yeah. there to play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, they also mentioned there will be like uh, private lobbies, Great. so we can get together and stream this. Hell with yes, patrons and all of that. Uh, and there's crossplay as well, so pretty. Yeah, it looks really fun. Pretty. Yeah. I'm really excited to play it. All right, we got more news to come. But if you've been enjoying this show so far, please take a second to like and subscribe and ring that bell on YouTube. Uh, it helps us, and it helps you stay connected. And now, a word from our sponsors. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. I personally hope to always be growing and changing and learning new things about myself, and hopefully you feel the same way. Therapy can help you do that by deepening your self-awareness and understanding, uh, because sometimes you don't know what you want or why you do the things you do uh, or why you say the things that you say sometimes. And therapy can help you get through that. I uh, have had a therapist for a long time. Like most of my life, I've been in therapy. I've even used better help in the past. Uh, and having a therapist is just uh, dang necessary, I would say, for, for being a functioning adult um in this world because it's a complicated world out there you know 
And I think that knowing yourself and knowing how to handle yourself and handle other people uh, in a healthy way is very important. And you can learn those tools in therapy. Uh, and it's not always, you don't always have to have like a specific thing, you know? Maybe you could just be like, hey, I feel blank. And they'll help you figure out why. If you're starting of thinking, thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com allies today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash allies. Check it out. And if you are a patron of Easy Allies, thank you. It's time for the March sales report. Oh. Yay. From Sir Kana. Formerly Formerly MPD. Formerly MPD. I'm having so much deja vu right now. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this one is a bit on the tame side. There's not a whole lot of surprises here, but we're we're definitely going to go through it either way. Okay. Um, But uh, uh, PS5 is the... Dominating. Big, big thing here. Like, they're getting those shipment numbers up, and they're yep. just smashing. The drought's over. Uh, PS5 hardware, uh, lifted hardware spending in March. Uh, however, the growth was offset by decline in content spending, uh, where increases in non-mobile subscriptions, uh, as well as digital add-on console content, were offset by lower spend across premium games, PC add-on content, and mobile. It's a big word salad. Basically, hardware... Console subs, console DLC, all up. Triple mm. A games, PC DLC, mobile, all down right now. Um, mostly because of how last March was just stacked. Yeah. Uh, premium game spending fell year on year, driven by a tough year ago comparable, uh, which featured eight new releases, uh, ranked among the top 16 bestsellers of the month, as well as a strong second month of Elden Ring. Yep. Um, PS5 hardware unit sales have now surpassed those of PlayStation 4 on a time-aligned basis. Crazy. So PS5 is now crazy ahead of where PS4 was yeah. 29 months in the market. Insane. Um, I think you can guess number one. Resident Evil 4 remake. That's right, baby. Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Best-selling game of March, instantly becoming the third best-selling game of 2023, year wow. eight. Hell yeah, great game, dude. We hear that word instantly. Instant. <laughs> Send the <Instant>. throne. <laughs> uh, we got only two other new games on the chart this week. Uh, Month. New no, games. Say this week. It's like, what came? Wait, we're in April. Oh, this we're, is from March. From March. From March. Uh, from March. Uh, was Wolong on there? Did that come out in March? Wolong is not on there. I don't think. Okay. Ooh, what about uh? No, that's wrong month. Um, Some Nintendo game come out. Uh, I'll make it a little easier on you. Oct- no, that was February. Was Octopath March? October Octopath was February. Okay, never mind. Uh, it's still there. It's at twelve. Okay. It's down a little bit from ten. And so, and Prime was February as well. Um, we'll make it easier on us, like you said. Yeah, we got two sports games every new. Oh, the show is that new? MLB the show, yeah. Okay, number three. Oh, and the Ooh. WWE game. Wow, right? Yeah, and WWE. WWE. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 
Wow, the show. Um, Always charting when it's on Game Pass day one. Babe Ruth. Yeah. Yes, for well, sure. and the Ruth. thing is, is they don't they don't count the uh, Xbox and Switch sales for digital. They Sony digital yeah. and then physical is, is all that counts on. I don't. Know. No one else does. Has Sony brought that up yet in their litigation proceedings yet? <laughs> we give out digital. Microsoft doesn't. <laughs> well, I think Microsoft does usually, but the show is like a whole other weird gotcha. thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, you mentioned Metroid. Metroid, we didn't see. Oh yeah, this is the first month with physical sales. Because well, it was it was there, but it was twenty one. Yeah, and we only see the top twenty. Uh, mm. Sorry, this is the first so month now where a lot of them are being fulfilled. It's gone up to thirteen. There place. you go. Yeah. Physical Metroid Prime <laughs> Remastered. I bought it. Nice. Well, March was the first month that a lot of people's orders were being fulfilled. Yeah, yeah, yeah a lot of people just yeah we're we're getting into it. In nice March. Metroid, Metroid. So nice to see it charting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of it is is pretty uh, pretty much uh, familiar faces. I yeah. don't know if there's anything you want to see at the moment before I go down that whole list. Uh, I'm trying to think what came out recently. Can't think besides Resident Evil Four. I don't know. You can just go down, blood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if uh, because it ended last month, right? Did we get another uh, Last of Us bump? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, it's now at fifth place. It was at sixth <laughs> in wow. February. Wow. Season finale. Yeah, season finale. Bump. Sticking it in there. Uh, but yeah, 20th, uh, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker oh, saga. Oh, right. Hey. Yeah. Still going in Good there. Still see that going. Actually, that got a bump. That was 41 last month. Maybe it was on sale or something. Lean yeah. up, maybe leading up to Star Wars. No, that's May 4th. Never mind. Yeah. I'm wrong month again. Don't know. Uh, Sonic Frontiers. Oh. Still in there at 19. Wow. NBA 2K23. Is it 18? Yeah, playoffs are starting, so NBA game probably saw a little bit of a bump. Yep. Dead Space is hanging in there, but it had a pretty big drop. It went from Ooh. 3 down to 17. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. Uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland is about the same spot, 16th place. Okay. Uh, God of War Ragnarok at 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pokemon holding its ground, 14. Jeez. It was 14 last month. It's got 14 another patch this month. update. Yeah, I did. But no performance updates. What? Bug fixes. Oh. Um, 13 is Metroid. 12 is Octopath. Yeah. Go. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, 11 is Minecraft. Okay. Of course. 10, Mario Kart 8. Yes. All right. 9 is Madden. Uh, 8, Elden Ring. Yeah. Still in that top 10. Yeah, dude. Very good. Very good. You know, happy with that top 10 placement. Yeah. It's going to go away soon. It will. Uh, 7, WWE, as we said. Mm -hmm. 6, FIFA. 5, Last of Us. 4, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. 3, MLB The Show. 2, Hogwarts Legacy. Mm -hmm. Only got pushed off by Resident Evil 4. Four. Yeah. yeah. There we go. That's there was March. no GTA 5? Oh, GTA hasn't been on for a long time. GTA hasn't been on there yet. Yeah. Okay. Minecraft. Fever always asked for GTA, and yeah. I'm like, no, it's not GTA on there. GTA and Skyrim have not <laughs> been on there for ages. It's it's Minecraft's the last bastion okay. of the long-term, like, 2000, 2010s games. I want to in, like, Europe, though, it was on there or something, maybe for their list. Oh, like UK games? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Maybe. It's like, who doesn't have that game already? <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. One more showcase happened today. Actually, there's a couple more showcases. But one, one other that I'm going to talk about. Um, Dying Light 2, uh, they got a gut feeling update. 
Uh, we got a trailer here to, to roll with the, the kind of just quick wrap-up of everything. Uh, but they had like an hour and a half, hour 45 minute long mm-hmm. um, stream to kind of go through uh, these big updates and all the changes and stuff going on in Dying Light 2. Uh, the, the gut feeling, the main thing, is that they have added... Uh, more physics and dismemberment and like wonderful battle damage, blood flying everywhere. Yes, and and you don't see it in the trailer, but they, in the stream they did a before and after, and it does make a huge huge difference. Great, you know, awesome. like before like you're just kind of whacking guys, and now it's like yeah, you see those cuts, you see the parts flying off. But mm-hmm. not only that, uh, they showed a, a drop kick comparison, mm-hmm. and so like before, like they drop kicked and. Um, you know, just the guy they hit flew past the others in the crowd, and now this time the drop kick like knocked over like four or five other oh, enemies. Oh, cool! Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the drop kick in the game too, so that's nice to hear. Yeah, but it's it, it's really really funny to me, Brad, that they're putting this update out on the same day as Dead Island Two. <laughs> it's so funny because this is the stuff that like Dead Island Two like was like showing Touting, yeah. showing off, and yeah. you know, and and I still think that like. Uh, to some degree, having put a good amount of time in Dead Island 2 now, that like I think that it 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 does look and feel better, and like it's th- there also to serve the gameplay mm-hmm. in like very you know specific ways in terms yeah. of like this is how you fight this enemy or that enemy. Uh, but man, it, the timing, yeah, the timing, the timing is super funny. Because if you're not aware, Techland made the first Dead Island. That's right. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's right. They did. So they just go on toe to toe. It's like, oh, they're doing that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Can well, do that. <laughs> I guess if you're a first-person zombie fan, you got a lot good yeah. stuff to play. Yeah, it sounds like you liked uh, Dead Island. Yeah, I do. Uh, and I, and and the funny thing is, is like I've not played the first Dead Island. I've not played either Dying Light. Mm-hmm. I have been interested in Dying Light too. I've just never jumped into it. And it's like, and now it's like, oh well, now there is more making reason. it better. Yeah, yeah, making it better. I saw somebody uh, comment on my review that like. They're not playing it because they just got Dying Light 2 for 10 bucks. Oh, you know? yeah, great deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They bought that. I don't know if they knew this was coming or not. <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah. like a couple of days after they started yeah. the game, it gets this gigantic update. Yeah, that's nice. Feels good. Hell yeah. Um, Love free updates. It also includes a Pilgrim Outpost where you can uh, take on uh, bounties and track community events. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a gear transmog. Mm-hmm. In there now. Always good. Uh, there's a new weapon crafting system. I'm not really sure how they were doing their, yeah. their, yeah, um, their weapon management before, but you can get blueprints and stuff oh, okay. to craft weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, they've got this viral rush event that's uh, starting uh, today and going through May 4th. And you get um, these skins that are like based on a character from I think the first oh, game okay. or whatever. That's as rewards. cool. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, they talk like they have like a five-year plan yeah, for this game. Yeah, if it's like the first game, yeah. Yeah. We supported this for a while. And it's it's just really interesting to see that playing out because it is like you know it's a it's a single-player RPG, mm-hmm. open world, and it's not the type of game that you usually see get these kinds of updates, right? Nah. Like you get DLC, you get some fixes, you yeah. get some new quests here and there, but like to yeah. like overhaul. Gore, gore in yeah. combat like this. <laughs> yeah, substantial. Pretty significant. It was a pride yeah. thing. They, they saw what Dead Island was doing. They're, They're like, like, no, 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 no. We invented this. Get um, out of here. And yeah, uh, like you said, though, the original game, 
They transformed a lot over time. Yeah. I think there are some games that I think like were originally supposed to be like completely separate games that they ended up deciding to just make DLC put into Dying Light yeah. as DLC or whatever. But yeah. So there you go. If you've been putting it off like me. <laughs> Good time. Sometimes it pays off. Don't yeah, wait. sometimes it does. Yeah. Also this week, uh, if you listen to me uh, talking about that Stray Gods concert last week uh, with Laura Bailey and Austin Winery, Mary Elizabeth McLean, all that, uh, that VOD is now available uh, on the Summerfall Studios YouTube channel. So you can go give that a watch, see what I was talking about, some fun performances there, and learn about the game because it's also kind of a, yeah. a preview event. Um, uh, yeah, one, one last trailer here to play. Niantic and Capcom <laughs> have announced Monster Hunter Now. Yeah. Uh, coming this September. That brings the exciting experience of Monster Hunter to street, streets, parks, and neighborhoods around the world. Uh, it's basically a Pokemon Go yeah, version of Monster, Monster Hunter. Hunter yeah. yeah. Blood, do you remember Capcom was saying like their sales expectations for this year or something were going to be like for, oh, insanely right. high? Yeah. And we're like, oh, it's Monster Hunter World 2. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't Monster Hunter World 2. Maybe it was just this game. Maybe. On paper, this seems like a good idea. Just, I don't know if this craze is passed or not. I mean, it has not. Okay. Uh, Pokemon Go is still in the top 10 mobile. Uh, True. But just like we saw with, you know, so many like different battle royales and oh, the game sure, service, sure. like when somebody would pick this all, up. There's people just are invested in one wire. They could go to another. That, granted, this is huge. Yeah. Monsters like probably the for game IP is like one of the biggest ones to go for this, and also, and there's like more active combat and stuff there seems too. Like it, yeah. yeah, you know, very active multiplayer. That's one of the things that they were talking about that was interesting. Here is. Uh, uh, you can also play when and where you want. So, for instance, oh. there's an item called the paintball. By using a paintball on a monster that you encounter, you can bring the monster back home and hunt it alone or with someone else. And even when you're walking around without playing the game, your companion can mark any monsters you pass by with the paintball. So you can enjoy hunting them even after returning home. I think this is addressing some of the things with Pokemon mm-hmm. Go. Yeah. So it's interesting because it's like, yeah, you don't have to be like sitting there playing the thing at the park. It's like, oh, okay, I've I've got it. And I can go I've home. Like saved it. Now I go home and actually do the fight or whatever. Yeah, I feel like this will be pretty big initially. I just don't know. It seems very. I'm very skeptical of having like the legs of like Pokemon Go because that's like, oh, it's Pokemon. Yeah, it's and it's also like once in a lifetime thing where it's like you get the first one to do something that's like the biggest one like there'll never be another like Fortnite Fortnite like there's Fortnite and that's it and like everything else will never come close to Fortnite just sorry that's how it's gonna be well it wasn't even the first time Niantic did it though because they had that incursion or whatever the heck it was called right yeah they had their own thing their own IP before Pokemon oh I forgot about that yeah so they tested it out on something else and then got the uh Pokemon, whatever. Yeah, I mean that's also how it goes sometimes. I mean, Ingress. Thank uh, you, chat. Was it uh, Heroes of New? Whatever is it called? Han. Heroes of New. New Han. Yeah, was yeah. Pre- preceded League of Legends, right? Or, uh, or I'm not sure. I thought maybe. Or there was stuff before League of Legends, yeah, and League of Legends wasn't first, yeah, and it sure. got, but yeah. it became the biggest. So yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I remember going to 
said before, covering like a tournament event or whatever some, that they held. I had no idea what the heck was going on in it. And yeah, like League of Legends still wasn't like as big as that yet. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, you yeah, know, pretty cool that you could still do that. But yeah, the point is like usually one will become the biggest and yeah. you're just never going to be able to approach that again. Yeah. So, but Monster Hunter's got a big base and it does. it's got a big mobile following too. World you know. is the one that cracked the code though for yeah. international success. Like everything before that had had only like mild success. Yeah. Well, that's um, the thing that could be interesting too is like it could blow up in a different region. That's true. And I, we would I never mean, hear about it. Like, I you know. expect yeah. in countries where you know the mobile penetration is like massive, like I would say Japan, it's probably going to do very well over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still think it'll do pretty like well over here. It's just, yeah, IP-wise, Pokemon is a little bit bigger and more recognizable and well-known and has a huge head start. So there just might be a little bit of like burnout there where people don't want to necessarily jump into Monster Hunter. And the ones that do might only play it for so long and be like, I've, I've already done this so much, like I'm kind of good. Yeah. I wonder what the gameplay is going to be like. Yeah. Like doing that on your phone? It's yeah. Like, it, it seems maybe like yeah. you know, swipe to dodge. Yeah. I guess so. Kinda, yeah. yeah. But we will see. Uh, that's coming up uh, in September. If only they'd put that on my uh, Switch and enable a street pass my Switch so I could, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Do, yeah. Street Come on. Pass. It's got a lot in common with Street Pass for sure. Yeah. Uh, the meta layoffs are Ooh. hitting game developers, um, both Ready at Dawn and mm-hmm. Downpour Interactive, uh, which were both acquired pretty recently. Yeah. Uh, Ready at Dawn has uh, supposedly lost about a third oh, of its team. Oh, my God. Uh, about 40 people, including the head of the studio. It's wow. not clear how many were laid off at Downpour, but it, it sounds equally brutal. Bomber game. Um, Downpour's uh, founder and CEO left two months ago, uh, noting the differences between a small startup and a large corporation. So they might not just even be a good fit for that team. Yeah. But Ready at Dawn. So bummer. Yeah. With the Sony history, definitely hurts. Yeah, they made some lot of great games. And uh, yeah, yeah, it hurts, man. They're a local uh, studio for me, too, where where I'm from. So it's like, I want to root for them, but it's like, damn, dude. Just feels bad. Hope they can come back. Yeah. I mean, 40 people, if any of them got the resources, I mean, that's enough to start a new team, yeah, essentially. Yeah, it sure is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a funny one. Uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 Turbocharged was seemingly leaked by a logo printed on an actual Hot Wheels car. Awesome. Exclusive to GameStop. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. This could be made up, I don't know, right now it's like a couple of photos on Instagram, <laughs> but it seems kind of legit. Yeah, I'm sure. That's probably something they would do. Yeah, and it's like one of Milestone's like biggest selling games ever that sold over 2 million yeah, copies. Yeah, game's cool, so, dude. Yeah. Well, we played. Yeah. yeah. It, main thing people have is just like the the stuff afterwards, so like oh, getting sure. new cars and stuff. Yeah, There's yeah, like yeah. a lot of loot nonsense, boxes and yeah. nonsense like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's how it usually Except. goes with online games yeah. a lot of times. Um... Media Molecule founder Mark Healy yeah. uh, has left the company after 17 years following last week's announcement that they will be ending Dreams development uh, later in the year. Uh, this quote from him is really funny, though. A strong cosmic breeze is pulling me, and my pirate heart is awakened. I'm not getting any younger, so I'm going to indulge myself in the winds of my various curiosities for a while and see where they take me. So here's to new beginnings, following one's heart, and exploring the unknown. Yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. I'm off on a pirate adventure, one that involves making games. That is 
So you're going to go work on Sea of Thieves? That's what a bunch of people yeah. are saying. I think he's just saying pirate talk for uh, no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I want no a reason, huh? But if he shows up at Rare, I'm not yeah, going to be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> like, top, ten, on the nose. top 10 retirement speeches from game developers. Yeah. Then when last week we talked about uh, uh, American oh, McGee, American McGee yeah. like, saying, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> tried but I'm done. Well he was basically like this industry is dead to me (laughs) don't speak to me ever again I'm making plushies now. Yeah it was like if EA turns over backwards and gives him everything he wants he's not interested now. Yeah. It's like okay. It's like wow okay man shoot. Um, I don't know if you got these picks I don't know I didn't I didn't mention Uh, Uh, but there are new Sonic Lego sets coming August 1st um, and I was looking at the boxes, and I'm like, they look like they have some kind of crazy mechanical launcher involved. Yeah, they're more like toys, like the Mario ones, like yeah. Mario sets are, too. Because they have, like, a loop, but it's like it's got a certain width to it to fit the Sonic toy, and mm-hmm. it looks like you've got, like, a plunger thing. Yeah, you just smash that, down. That yeah. you smash and, yeah, like, yeah. launch Sonic through the loop or whatever. Yeah, Gotta go fast. So. Yeah. Those would be fun. It's cool. I think it's really cool for young children, especially who want to like play with the Lego action like that. I think that's why the Mario ones are kind of like that. Yeah. Obviously, I prefer the more traditional. You just build a cool set. It looks awesome. But that's cool because they, they have a Sonic one like that already, though. I think they have a traditional like just build one. Like it's the loop and stuff like the Green Hill Zone. But uh, yeah, that's cool. Sonic sells. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, they've got so much stuff going on. It's just crazy to keep up with how much Lego... Yeah, they've got Lego. Going. Always going. <laughs> so cool. Um, and one more big acquisition to close us out. Uh, Sega is buying Angry Birds creator Rovio <laughs> yeah. for $775 million. Okay. Sega seeks to utilize Rovio's live service expertise to bring Sega's current and new titles to the global mobile gaming market. Mm-hmm. Oh. Plus expand... Mobile. Transmedia opportunities. Yes. Okay. So they already have that Persona mobile game coming out. I think yeah. It's like a Chinese. Yeah, they've had a fair amount of mobile stuff. Yeah. I didn't know if this had anything to do with their Super Game. <laughs> the Super Game. Maybe. Who knows? Buying up. Weird. Weird pick. I guess. I guess it makes sense. They want mobile. Yeah. I love Angry Birds, dude. The games. I loved those, man. It's a Sega thing now. Yeah, it's they, a Sega thing, they, dude. Can put Cosmo in that thing now. Too. <laughs> Sonic. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. Like, they need new... Uh, Angry Birds in new... Yakuza? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that could happen. Go out to the arcade. There you yeah, go. I'm talking about, like, next Sonic game. They need new, like, cute things. They got, you know, the oh, Angry Birds Angry will Birds. just join in there. Yeah, yeah. so. Sonic has to save them all sure, from there's uh, already Eggman, Robotnik. There's already a bunch of dumb animals in Sonic games already, so yeah. why not? Well, theme them now. They can sell more. They can put them in the <laughs> yeah, Lego thing. True, Angry yeah. Birds, Sonic Legos. Yeah. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Hit the launcher now they go that fly. That would be sort of funny too. Is like Sonic. It, it would be funny if like Sonic is trying to fight Eggman, but like at every turn the Angry Birds just beat him. Launch him. him. Oh, they. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flying by. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun actually, Bloodworth. Okay. Okay. If they made the bosses in Frontiers just that, it'd probably be better. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like the Angry Birds are there to like show you, you how just, the no, thing it works. It just turns into like a mobile game. That's the boss. Oh. It'd be better. I'd be more into that world <laughs> where Sonic gets into the yeah, slingshot. Yeah, <laughs> Alright, it's time for love and respect. Love, love and respect. respect. From Jason Wojnar. I recently started an extended break 
from one of my jobs to dedicate a chunk of time to helping my mom get rid of and sell tons of stuff that was mostly my late father's. This includes close to 100 books, almost 500 final records, CDs, and Blu-ray can thankfully fit into small cases and don't need to be sold off. Uh, after living abroad and away from this stuff for so long, I have little attachment to most of these things, and I'm fine letting it go. Do you feel the same about your games, music, and books? I feel like with ebooks, hard drives on consoles, and music streaming, physical media simply doesn't mean as much to me anymore, and just feels like a burden to carry around. Do you find it hard to part with your collectibles when downsizing? Some things I'm, some things I'm okay with letting go with, mm-hmm. but like some things I want to keep forever. Like I want to keep my my NES cartridge of Zelda. Like I want to keep that yeah. thing forever. There's like a few things, but yes, I am much better at letting things go, like old CDs and stuff like that. It's like it's okay. We'll just move on. They'll be all right. I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, I definitely need to be getting less stuff and getting rid of more stuff. Probably like need to be switching in that mode. Um, but yeah, I think in general. Uh, for a lot of things since like you know 2000s when high speed internet became more prominent it was like there's a lot of means to get a lot of things I'm like eh this isn't really bad. like movies I know there are a lot of enthusiasts who want to you know keep championing like physical media because yeah. of like different edits different versions it's, uh, that's obviously true like uh, for me specifically well, I, I saw somebody this could be completely off the top of my head but I saw somebody quoting a stat that like they're very few movies available on streaming services like from before the 90s like a lot oh. of that stuff that you would just be able to walk into a blockbuster and and rent on a weekend is like it's just not out yeah. there i know and a netflix ending their dvd service can be yeah. even harder to get that um yeah but obviously for different like versions of stuff i was to say like all the, the studio ghibli animated stuff they're uh, multiple soundtrack versions and the the newest stuff doesn't quite i think doesn't have like you know everything on there so but besides case-specific stuff like that where I feel personal attachment to, generally I'm just like, I really don't – I have a huge DVD rack of DVDs. I'm like, I don't ever watch any of this stuff. Like, it's just sitting there, and I'm like, right. okay. Like, I have, like, two different versions of, like, Cowboy Bebop collections, and I'm like, I have both – like, I have it on – Netflix, not Netflix, uh, Amazon, and something else I bought it on. I'm like, I own two digital versions of it. I'm like, I don't, yeah, like physical media is always cool for like extras. But even like Amazon starting to throw, like when you buy something, they throw in like extra features. Like you can go oh, and get access to nice. some of that stuff that's as cool. well. But as I say. But I feel like that's not been the norm as much. No, yeah. it's not really. But also, I mean, if you really, like for the argument about preservation, like I just, someone just needs to provide access to it no matter how. Like, again, since high speed internet's been around, there are ways to kind of get almost everything. And it's like, it's not like, I don't have this anymore. I, I just care about being able to view it in some capacity. It's not going to just suddenly vanish. Right. Um, like, rare stuff. Like, that's what I think is more important. Um, so when it comes to physical stuff, like, collector's editions that are awesome, that have things in it that, like, you couldn't get anywhere else are probably the things would be hardest to part with. Um, and then stuff like uh, just like it's the physical aspect of it that's important, as you said, like an NES cartridge. Yes, it's super ass easy to go play any like NES Legend of Zelda. Multi like you literally play it on your Switch right now legally, like it's fine. But to have that experience of holding like the cartridge or flipping through the manual of it, it's like you can go online do a digital version of it too and see pictures of it. But like you can't replicate holding that cartridge and feeling it or like putting right. it into an NES. It's like there is some tactile part of it lost. Um, so like a little bit of the humanity behind it is kind of eroded over time as everything moves to like all digital. 
The the problem I find is that I don't have things that can use the things that I have, you know? Like there was a while where I had nothing with a disk drive. Like I didn't own anything mm. with a disk drive. And then here's an anecdote that I know everyone can relate to. Uh, I was at Cinephile trying to find an Andre Zulowski uh, Blu-ray of On the Silver Globe or Possession, and they had them, except uh, they were a sp- like region-free burn disc that wouldn't work on a Series X. Uh, oh, uh, weird. Oh, yeah. So d- death to all mediums, I say. <laughs> Yeah, it's I have a bib because I'm eating mogu mogu. <laughs> if, you if you saw me and you're wondering why I have a paper shirt on, that's, uh, that's why. Nice. Yeah, I'm definitely kind of of two minds on it because, like, on the one hand, like, if I had physical of all the games I have now, like, I would, I don't know what I would do. With I have it. no space. There's, there's no way. There's no way I would be able to handle all of it. But at the same time, like, I do realize that there's probably going to be a point where. Like, you know, like some of like these shops and stuff, the digital shops where some of that stuff is not going to be available and it would be nice to at least have a disc. But it's it's weird now because even a lot of that doesn't necessarily make sense with day one patches. It's like your disc is this weird snapshot of pre-release. Yeah. When, uh, like what we were just talking about with Dying Light 2. It's like if you have the Dying Light 2 disc in 20 years, well... Cool, but <laughs> that game is <laughs> gonna change a lot. Yeah, it's very, very, very true. Definitely. Yeah. So it's a little bit easier argument with movies and music and stuff, but it's music is the one that I hold on to the most. Movies is one of those things where, like, I almost never understood owning a movie <laughs> because of rental stores. It's like, mm-hmm. well, if I want to watch that movie, I just go rent it. But now that's all going away. Well, I watched the movies a lot, Bloodworth, when I was younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's always like when they Same. go out, like on sale and stuff like oh, DVD sure. or Blu-ray on Amazon, the big like giant Walmart wait, bins, yeah, and stuff like that. It's like, all right, it's so cheap that's almost the cost of rental. If like I watch it twice, I got you know, mm-hmm. if, if I was gonna rent it twice ever, I just got my money's worth by just buying it right now. Um, and then you know there'd be like even with that, like fewer instances of cool things like the DVD collector's edition of the director's extended cuts of the Lord of the Rings that looked like freaking old books. Yeah. You know, the the Blu-ray one they came with like a replica of like the one ring in there, which was like pretty sick. Like stuff like that. But I mean, yeah, as time goes on, it's like I've even found myself just watching those standard editions. More like, of, of the Lord of the Rings because they're on streaming service. I'm like, you know, what? I've seen the extended version. I know the scenes that are missing. It's cool. Yeah, like, I just want to watch it. Okay, it's, dude. It's all right. Oh, I mean, okay. I've seen the extended edition so I many know, times. But I don't even know why you'd bother. I mean, just pony just up and get the Blu-rays. Because it's just you gotta right, keep it. Because it's one click of a thing. Like, it's right there. I can watch it, or I gotta go set up something. I gotta unplug my PlayStation Five from the capture thing because it has HDCP, and now I gotta like that's too much steps. I'm just clicking play, and I'm now like I know this the, is Lord of the Rings, man. This is the thing you make the effort for. No, nah, that's cool. I've seen it. I've already seen them though. Seen some Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> you're just casually putting on. This is Lord of the fucking Rings, Damiani. Extended cuts. The best cuts. I don't know. The theatrical the versions are pretty good too. Of course they're good. <laughs> they're not as good. They're pretty good. It's like one of the few, like the two percent of movies where the extended cut is actually better. <laughs> and not well, better. The there's some good stuff in the Terminator Two stuff. The deleted scenes. Terminator Two stuff. 
Those deleted scenes are bad, dude. What? The one about the, the <laughs> one about make the movie so much worse. The one about the chip when he used the Sarah Connor, um, Linda Hamilton's sister to do that shot about removing the chip, they actually explain a little bit more about how it actually works. Mm. It's not like a one-word dismissive, oh, it's this. It just, it's like it's science fiction. You don't need to understand it. We said something, it doesn't. It, it's too smart for you. And it's like, no, we actually explained this in time. Bit. Or him, the T-1000, liquid metal, it's supposed to be like in contact, not just shape-shifting, but processing data. He goes around John's room, like coming in contact with stuff to try and like, get his like DNA, like try and like see picture, like he's like scanning. They do this whole thing where Robert Patrick's doing this thing and it's like the commentary is like he's scanning this room and this is how it's supposed to be. And it's like, oh shit, that's pretty cool. And they, like, yeah, I get why they cut it because it's an action oriented movie. They don't really need to show it, but like it was still intriguing to see. So I wouldn't necessarily say it was like Well, what's like, funny is like bad. the thing about him not being able to keep his shape after being electrocuted or whatever, like you see a little of that in the movie, even though they cut out the scene explaining it. Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy. Anyways, let's play a game. From Stomps. Uh, let's keep the hype train rolling for Final Fantasy 16 and Zelda by creating some off-the-wall crossover fan art a la Isabel and Doomguy. Oh. Okay. To do this, I've created a series of Mad Libs uh, for the panel who will help me conduct, concoct the bait, inspiration, <laughs> the bait to lure EZA's talented artist community into drawing these and tweeting them at Easy Allies. Please do. All right. Um, so, first off, a number between 1 and 15. 14. You want 14? Okay. Yeah, okay, I'll go with that. Two Zelda bosses. You pick one, I'll pick one. Uh, Zelda bosses? Hmm. You want me to pick one first? What you sure, yeah. Goma. 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 Uh, Volvagia? Volvagia. A Final Fantasy song. Ooh, I'll let you pick this one, dude. Ooh. <laughs> Please do. All right, pick Please the g- pick the game, and I'll pick the song. Oh, the game. So, what game do you want it from? And I'll pick the song. Uh, I don't know how versed you are in this, but Final Fantasy Nine. Oh shit! <laughs> you pick <laughs> okay. the song. All right, dude. you pick the song. Uh, let's do <laughs> Melodies of Life. Let's do Final Fantasy Four. Oh, you want to do four? Yeah. Okay. Um, just so you know, I won't pick this now, but I was going to pick Genova. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, do you want Genova? Yeah, I want Genova. All right, no, they're Genova then. Yeah, okay. Genova's too good. A Zelda instrument. Ooh. Ooh no, no. The, let's do the actual name of the, the Wind Waker. The, you want a, the Wind Waker? The Talk to Wind. Talk to Wind. The little baton. Yeah, that's okay. funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, two Final Fantasy villains. Okay, you pick one, I'll pick one. Uh, villains, dude? Uh, gotta have Sephiroth, sorry. Okay, pick Sephiroth. Have, gotta. Who's the lady with all the belts from 8? Uh, 8? So I don't know 8. Huh. Ultimacia? Is that... I forgot what Ultimacia? her name is. That's the final That's boss. That's the final, final boss. I forgot. If you're thinking of Final Fantasy 10, but I think you Yeah, know Lulu has Lulu, all the belts. But well, that was the player character, but the... Yeah, I'd forget. Did you want gold bands? 
Is this a villain, Isla, or yeah. just a character? Dia Kramer is who I was thinking oh, of. Oh, okay. I don't know eight or nine very well. Yeah, whatever. Um, dude, what about Seymour? 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> He's not like the final right. villain, though. No, does it have to be a final villain or just or a final just a villain? villain? Just a villain. Oh, okay. Um, dude, what does about, anyone want to draw Seymour? What about Ultros? <laughs> Ultros? Okay. Ultros? Yeah, yeah. Ultros is great. Okay. So, we have... Golma, Vavagia, Sephiroth, and Ultros, and an all-talked cover band <laughs> playing Genova in the style of Final <laughs> Fantasy XIV. Excellent. Get to work on that, please. I should have picked. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'd known this. Next, we have a Zelda puzzle. Okay. What's the puzzle? You, that's what I'm asking. Oh, we picked <laughs> the we next pick up like a Zelda puzzle. Like, all right, blood. What's the puzzle? <laughs> let's solve it. Uh, pushing blocks is <laughs> pushing blocks. I was thinking of being a troll, dude, and doing just the motion stuff from Breath of the Wild. Oh, the eyes. Just the flipping. Oh no, that's horrible. <laughs> all right, yeah, let's push blocks. The thing. Let's push blocks. Uh, what about like the the reflecting light shit? Oh yeah, and spirit temple the, and stuff. Yeah, yeah let's do that. Light. With the okay, shield, a mirror, mirror shield, mirror shield, mirror shield puzzle. Okay, a Final Fantasy non-human party member. Oh shit! Uh, non-human. That's a good one. Yeah, Thirteen. There's uh, Mog. Um, what's uh, what's his name? Kaminari uh, from Ten. Kamari. Kamari. That's it. Yeah. Kamari Ronso. Yeah. Um, party member, huh? Non-human. Let's. What about? I was. What? I'm trying to think. Really Freya cool. from Final Fantasy Nine. I think I say she's her. like she's like that lizard thing. Yeah. Are they, oh, like that's dragon. Fran from Twelve Bunny. Yeah, Viera. I think that's her name. In nine. Viera. A Zelda grunt. A grunt isn't that just like a pacabla? Uh, like a yeah, like a mo- like that's a. Uh, let's do a Gorilla. Okay. Boomerang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from Zelda yeah, 1. Yeah, yeah, Korea. Wait, how do you spell that again? G-O-R-I-Y-A. Y-A. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. Okay, got it, got it. Uh, a Final Fantasy location that is not a town. Oh, shit. Um, not a town. Uh, Crystal, Crystal Tower. Oh, Gold Saucer. Was that, that town? Is a town? It's a casino. It's a casino. I don't know. You make the call, blood. Yeah, is that okay. call, blood? Okay. Okay. Gold sauce. Uh, Gold Zelda sauce. item. Oh. Hookshot? Hookshot. 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 Okay. Uh, oh, Blitzball Arena is really good, too. Mm. Damn. Freya struggling to solve a mirror shield puzzle, mirror shield puzzle uh, in Gold Saucer with a hookshot going Goria! Going Goria? Yeah. What? Uh, Screaming. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, for some reason. Uh, Final Fantasy protagonist. Onion Knight. From three? A Zelda game. Uh, uh, faces of Evil. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. You asked for it. Okay. Okay. I wanted to play him. <laughs> A Final Fantasy status ailment. Ooh, Ooh. F poison. 
Poison? As someone who's playing Final Fantasy 1 right now, Poison, poison is yeah, the poison bane girl. of existence. Poison. Some obscure NPC kid in a Zelda game you don't remember the name of. One of the bomber kids? Dumpster kid. Cafe? Which one was Cafe? that? Cafe? Yeah. Which one was that? That's, that's, not, that's not obscure. I mean, to most people, it's obscure. Are... You remember the I mean, name. That's against the rules. So I have to... Okay, so it needs to be an NPC that we don't know their name whatsoever. I don't know. I don't know how you qualify that. Sorry. One of the, the snot-nosed kid in Wind Waker... So oh, there's not kid is good. There's also like the head it's of the. Not, not there's good. mayor. De, is, the mayor might be too. In majority's house, mayor de Tour. There's Viskin, the head of the guards. Probably no one knows. Like ha, no one almost knows that name. <laughs> I didn't know that name. Yeah, it's not who has, has a you name. Know. It's a. Uh, so it has to be a character I don't know their name? It's fine. I think Snot Kid is fine. Fine, the old man in the cave in Zelda 1. Who knows his name? NPC Bob. Kid. Had to be a kid. Okay, maybe he's a kid. Maybe it's an old kid in the cave. I don't know. Just do Snot Nose Kid. Snot Kid. Uh, Final Fantasy Spell. Dude. Um. Does the summon count? Like Knights of the Round? Giga uh, Flare. Giga Flare. Okay. Ter- or Terra Flare, whichever you want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zelda Dungeon. Snow Peak Ruins. All right, Brad's got it. Okay. Snot Kid uh, with Onion Knight's hair <laughs> casting Giga Flare on Link from Faces of Evil <laughs> with the poison in the Snow Peak Ruins. With the poison. <laughs> the poison. All right, last one of these. Uh, a Final Fantasy quote. Uh, I mean, I just the Final Fantasy sure, X laughing. Yeah. That's that quote. It's a quote. I I use something more and connect to something from fourteen because sure. people will be like, "What?" Go ahead. Um. So what we got from uh? <laughs> I want like. Sorry, the reason I'm having str- struggling to think of the like quotes is because I've watched all those stupid ass Balenciaga Final Fantasy videos, <laughs> and they're all like replace the words with a like test of your reflexes, like Balenciaga, like yeah. like instead of like the Genova cells, uh, we might not be able to defeat Sephiroth, but yeah. we'll be looking good in our Balenciaga. <laughs> Chat suggests I have to kill Chaos or some variation there. Chaos. Yeah. I was thinking. You, oh, Jack Garland. You, you Spoony Bard. You Spoony Bard. There's you Spoony Bard. I mean, there's. Uh, I mean, there's so much from, from like. There's a lot from seven. There's a lot from ten. Um, what about like? Is there anything from like fifteen? Like forgetting like some stupid quotes. Fifteen? Mm, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, Spinny Bart is probably the most fam- famous one, sure. so let's maybe go with that one. I'll be here. I'll be waiting for you. If you come here, you'll find me. I promise. <laughs> Should have just been <laughs> dilly dally shilly shally. That's an Avon children, Damn isn't it? It, <laughs> it should have just been the squall dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> or Koopo. Yeah, Koopo. Oh, Koopo's good. Koopo. Well, what do you want? Sticking with it? Koopo's funny. sticking. Yeah. But I want you to go faster. Yes, sure. Uh, version of Princess Zelda. What do you mean version? This from which game? Yeah. I like, guess so. Yeah. Oh, Sheik. Sheik's Sheik? good. Okay. I like it. Final Fantasy Town. Um, Trino. A Zelda dance. Dance. Yeah. 
from Majora's Mask? The Camaro Mask? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but like Zelda, do you, are they, do you mean like the Link to the Past commercial? They like mean that? Just I, a dance in a Zelda game, I guess. Yeah. Do they like so the what Past is that Camar- called? Chimera? Chimera, yeah. Because that's actually in the game. Yeah. Majora's Mask dance. dance. Uh, and then a Final Fantasy X-2 protagonist. Pain. Is that her name? They have Riku or Pain. Pain. So. Pain? Yeah. All right. It's a Y, right? Yeah. Sheik in a pain cosplay. <laughs> yeah. Performing the Chimera dance before yes. the people of Traino yes. saying, You Spoonie Bard. Yes, very All good. Right. That one's good. Artist. Now that's some get on art. this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. That right. From Cody Spencer. This one would probably go a little quicker. Uh, hey, allies, with the Mario movie becoming the most successful video game movie and undoubtedly getting multiple sequels and spinoffs. I thought we would cast some iconic characters that are yet to appear. Mm. Below is a list of characters with three options. Who will voice them? You'll select one from the list by majority vote. Okay. okay. Wario. Oh, shit. Do we go with Clancy Brown, Pedro Pascal, or Danny DeVito? Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito, yeah. Although Jack Black did say Pedro for yeah. Wario yeah. himself. Uh, by the way, it's Camaro Mass, not Camaro. Camaro. And it's Pascal, not Pascal. Oh. I think. Camaro. And it's Pascal. Pascal, Pascal. not Pascal. Yeah, because A pronounced like that in Smash. Pascal. There's only one A. Um, ah. ah. Anyways. Base H-A. Now you're confused as to what I even said. Uh, Waluigi. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey. <laughs> Walton Goggins. Or Alfred Molina. Oh my God, Al- Goggins, dude, <laughs> yeah. Goggins. Uh, probably. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Alfred Molina doesn't Huber. seem like they f- would. For f- Huber. Yeah. All I right. love Walton Goggins, dude. Should Daisy be be played by Dakota Fanning, Kaylee Cuoco, or Imani Villani? I don't know who those last two people are, so don't ask me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know them off the top of my head. Either. Hang on, I'm Googling them. Yeah. Uh, Cuoco is the one from that shitty uh, show. Yes. Okay, that, that <laughs> shitty show. Yes. I can't even remember what it's There's called. a lot of choices Big, there. Big Bang Theory? BBT, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then Imani Vellani, let's see. Is, uh, oh, uh, Kamala Khan. Oh. Okay. For Daisy, though. Yeah, none of those are good for Daisy. Right? Yeah. yeah. I do love Dakota Fanning, though. Sure, just do Dakota the Fanning. The closest. Then. Sure. Maybe. Dakota Fanning, but from Suspiria. <laughs> Her character at the end of Suspiria is Daisy. Okay. Um, Bowser Jr. Mm. Should they be played by Sarah Silverman? <laughs> Bella Ramsey? Or Jenny Slate. <laughs> you know Jenny Slate when you see her. Yeah. She's the oh. sister of John Ralvio from yeah. Yeah. Parks and Rec. Mm. Money, please. Who was the second one? Bella oh, Ramsey. Ramsey. Oh, yeah. dude, yeah, I'd pick her. Yeah. For Bowser? Yeah. For Bowser, Bowser Jr., Jr. Yeah. Okay. I'm Bowser Jr. The British accent. I'm fucking Bowser I'm Jr. Fucking Bowser Jr. Rosal- Where's my mommy? Rosalina. 
Kate Hudson? Oh, God. Whoa. Evangeline Lilly? No. Or Margot Robbie? Margot Robbie. Kate Blanchett, dude. <laughs> that wasn't a, wasn't a choice. All right, then Kate Hudson. I'm thinking Kate Hudson, too. All right. Sure. I'll go with that. Sure. All right. Last one. Toadette. Melissa Rauch from Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Megan Mullally from Will and Grace. Or Kristen Schaal. Kristen Schaal's got this. I'd say Megan Mullally. That's Toadette. Kristen, I don't know any of those. She's, she's played out. Who? Who? Kristen Schaal is, yes, she's very popular, but she's perfect for Toadette. Yeah, you're right. Like, okay. That voice is perfect. Okay. Yeah, sure. I can Bob's see that. Bob's Burgers and yeah, all that. Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And uh, what we do in the shadows, she's in there too. Cool. Why isn't why wasn't William Defoe a choice on any of these? I don't know. Why wasn't William Saving. Defoe William Defoe a choice for all of them? Hey, dude, can you imagine Waluigi this Mario be, or Waluigi? Waluigi would be great. Oh yeah. yeah, Mario. You're just like they need to. Re- they'll what? they'll save it for a big review. <laughs> they gotta save it. He'll be himself at, in live action. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, William Defoe, He's help us. He's going to be Funky Kong. Whoa. <laughs> That'd be wild. That would be great. It's time for bets. Oh. Uh, big Warframe expansion. 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 I don't think it's that expensive. Big Warframe expansive. Warframe, hell of a deal. Uh, coming out next week, the Duveri Paradox. I've been hyping it up for a long time. Uh, we're going to check in on it right before the podcast starts next week. How many people will be watching Warframe on Twitch? Brad. 25K. 25K. Damiani. 10,000. Okay. 10,000. Isla. 16K, Daniel. 16K. Dawn. He says 12K. 12K. And uh, I got Damiani 9999. Nine, nine, nine. <laughs> I hope break damage is the win here. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's like 10,001. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last week's bet Disney Speedstorm uh, went in early access this week. Uh, the $30 standard Founders Pack comes with 4,000 tokens. And last week, I asked the panel how many tokens it would cost to buy the most expensive item <laughs> at launch. Brad said 20,000 tokens. Damiani said 3,000. Isla said 6,000. Don said 10,000. And I said 2525. So first of all, there's a lot of currencies in this game. There's multiplayer coins, there's season coins, there's season box credits, there's golden pass tokens. Blah, da, 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 all kinds of stuff. I also, uh, I wanted to make sure, because the Golden Pass isn't unlocked, so I played a bit to, like, unlock the Golden Pass and see mm-hmm. what could, because you can, actually, once I got there, you can buy a tier oh. on the Golden Pass. Each tier you could buy for 500 tokens. It's like there are theme parks right now with all these different pricing plans oh, and options This and whole stuff. thing, yeah. the, like, it's, it's funny because, like, just playing through, like, campaign and the gameplay, it's like, oh yeah, this is alright, this is pretty good. Yeah, it's fun lot. music, and, like, you have, like, unique weapons per character, but then you just get lost. You get completely lost in all of the, like, the upgrades, and it's like, hey. oh, I need, I need race flags, 
to upgrade my character uh, to the next level, but then, oh, wait, but I, once I get past level four, then I need race flags plus a unique item that's only four, so like only the Pirates of the Caribbean, you need race flags and you need messages and bottles. But then you also need character shards to unlock the other character, so you need to collect 10 shards for that character, which yeah. I think you only get out of a loot stop, box. Stop, blood, stop. It's okay, um, blood. Stop. I, I can't wait till they start making you have to do reservations for days to play. There are, no, that, yeah. see, no, there are daily things. There are daily challenges and stuff, so like drifting so far. But here's the thing, one of the daily challenges that you only had like 21 hours left to do, one of those challenges, you had to be level 10 to do the challenge, so you had to go back and grind with that character to but you could do the challenge to get that daily. There's a lot of stuff going on in this game. Anyways. <laughs> the most expensive item. Oh, and these change. Like, these had like two-day timers or whatever on them as well. But the most expensive item, though, last night, right up top, was a red and black racing suit for Mickey that cost two thousand tokens. Uh -oh. oh. Blood wins. And I had the low, so I won that one. Yep. Bringing the scores to Garrulous Ducks, ten. Quack, 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 Jesus. Let me talk about patreon.com slash easy allies. Uh, that's how we pay for everything around here. That's how we get food. That's how we get water. That's how we uh, pay the bills, get the toilet paper, paper towels, internets, all the good stuff that keeps easy allies running, keeps our bodies running, all that. Yeah. Uh, that comes uh, mostly because of people just like yourself. Uh, who uh, see the value in what we do, who see the value in uh, independent media outlets and uh, want to keep this thing going. So there are a few different ways uh, that you can give to support us, uh, either through Twitch subs or through do direct donations. Uh, but you can also uh, go to patreon.com and become a monthly patron uh, and get all kinds of rewards there. And that is uh, the best way uh, to support us. Uh, at $5, you get this podcast uh, two days early. Uh, you get it ad-free, and you get two bonus Love & Respect questions. Uh, you also get to submit to Love & Respect, uh, so you can send in games and questions and all that stuff there. Uh, and you get access to our Discord, uh, where you can uh, chat with other people in the community and share pictures. Uh, they're voting on the top 10 healing items right now, so get in on that. We're going to read, read that in a couple of weeks. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we trade links for like new music, cover albums, and whatever. Whatever's going on. Uh, at $10, you can join our contributor tier and submit to stuff like the community showcase and the new Q&A and the stream team. And at $25 and above, you can become a producer of this podcast and get your name in the credits uh, once a month. And then at the very top, our platinum producers get a shout out on this podcast, frame trap, and reaction shots every week. And this month's shout-outs go to Jabawabs, Elthanis, Greg, The Dark Knight Kettering, Raymond Wheeler III, ZOVGM, Ghost Samurai, and Garrett Holfish. Shout-out! Shout-out! All right. I won that bet, uh, so I get to promote any Easy Eyes video I'd like to promote. I get the final word on anything I've disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped in my head. 
And I get to sign off with my trademark sign off. Uh, video is pretty easy, that Dead Island 2 review. Check that out. Had a good time with that game. Had a good time putting that review together. Thanks, Don, for sticking around uh, and getting through that with me. Uh, it was a little bit of a, a crunch to get it through, but uh, <laughs> still, fun game for sure. Uh, final word. I don't know. I don't know. Um, final word. Oh, that uh, that little kitty big city. I know it's coming for Stray. It's coming right at Stray. I think. We'll see. See if it gets the attention. <laughs> And we'll see you before the next Blood Moon Rises. This is Lord of the Fucking Rings, Damiani. Extended cuts. The best cuts. <laughs>